Hey Zeke. Hey John. Are you ready for this? Do 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 do. I don't know what that is. Like they play it before basketball games. I haven't really watched much of this season. I don't know it. I haven't been watching any sports. I'm not gonna lie. And for anybody out there that has, but I hate watching sports in the bubble. Hate it. I need fans. I need noise. I like when they ask Bill Belichick what was it like playing the other day, and he just said it was like practice. I can't imagine he gave much of an answer that was anything less than assholeish, even if polite assholeish. Yeah, he just said it was like practice. We talking about practice? I mean, I've heard people, Blake Griffin was on a late night show last night talking about how basketball was messing people up because they thought it was like playing practice. I can see it. Would mess me up if you're used to having people there. Although I did really like, so Derek Carr for the Raiders, for the Raiders, did a... (laughs) an audible and he called out John Gruden's wife's name as one of the audible things. And typically John can't hear it with the crowd noise, but he's like, yeah, I don't know how my wife got into the calls, but we're going to have to talk about that one. (laughs) That's solid. The only thing I wondered is like, I I think somebody asked this in a couple of spots. Somebody said it had to do with the, you know, state or local rules or whatever, but they could at least let people like spend money to have, uh, you know, private boxes. Yeah, you brought this up in a chat the other night. I don't see why they don't do that. It, it's glassed in. It's walled off. If you roll there with your click and, you know, you probably all rolled up there together in a limo or cars or whatever. And, and you voluntarily say, I'm going to be in a room in close confinement with these X amount of people. And who gives a shit? I think it's because of the support staff that would need to be there for each one of these rooms. And that would be getting all the chefs and the I mean, servers and all the other people. can wear a mask there. like any other restaurant. Like I do at work the entire shift. I mean. I get it. But I think it then looks bad if it is member of blank and blank team has such and such person test positive for COVID. And even if that person is a server, they're so afraid, I think, of any sports being canceled. And the TV deals are worth so much money that they're just doing whatever they can to keep that afloat. Uh, I just figure there's some high rollers out there that would you know, love to be one of the, uh, you know, what, 12 or 20 suites they have. And like, you're the only people they see on TV and shit, you know? Well, and imagine being the person who can shout down to them and they actually hear you when you <laughs> call them a bum. Hey, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, my name is John Edwards, and with me as always is Zeke Baker, and together we make the Dad's Drink of Bourbon. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, thank you for making us a part of your day. That was a long, cold open there, Dapper Dan. Yeah, it almost got warm. <laughs> it did. It almost turned into a show. I almost felt like being like, here we are on ESPN Radio. The Ocho. ESPN 8, The Ocho. It's a bold move, Cotton. Let's see how it pays off for him. That is my favorite meme of all time. Or is that my favorite GIF? I don't know the difference. Either way, the GIF actually moves. The meme is a solid picture. Somewhere in there, there's a a really bad off-color joke somewhere. You could tell me offline. A little banter, I suppose, as we, uh, you know, hint, hint, get into another one of these limited releases. And, you know, some folks say this is their favorite time of year. My thought I had actually uh, driving over today is, is this your favorite time of year? Or does it really just turn into more of a pain in the ass? I wish... 
limited releases were spread out over the year a little bit more. And I almost wonder, are they releasing them? Kind of goes back to something that Heath Clark told us before. You know, if you bottle that rye that he had in the winter opposed to the summer, you get a different kind of thing once you take it out of the barrel. I almost wonder if they're looking at this like it's fall, it's harvest season. We're going to harvest everything and put it in the bottle right now because now's the best time of year to do it. I don't know, but I almost wish these were spread out because for people that can get stuff or can't get, I mean, it's just a costly time of the year. You have the holidays coming up. You got to get gifts for people. All the limited edition bourbon comes out. It's an expensive time of year. No, it's tough. And and granted, uh, not to seem anything less than uh, you know grateful and thankful to get to sample some of these and taste them, but then it's kind of almost you know in that weird middle ground area of, well, what'd you think about it? Is it worth it? My, my locals only give me one. Which one do I go for? Well, shit, man, I, I don't want to be the one that tells you which one of these releases you might have a chance at or which one you should take if you get that opportunity. Well, and everybody's palate is different, too. So you might like something that's a little bit sweeter. Somebody else might like something that's a little bit oakier. And if they're going off of your palate and they go buy it and they don't like it, it's a big burden to be put on those dainty shoulders of yours. But, I mean... <laughs> But now, you know, there's there's literally just so many releases all from, you know, basically now to the end of the year. It's just overwhelming. And I, I feel like if anything with a law of averages and, a, you know, to quote uh, Billy Bob when he's talking to Thurman Merman and Bad Santa. Well, son, they all can't be winners. I thought you were talking about Billy Bob where he goes, I give it a 10. That, that wasn't Bad Santa. I know. That was Billy Bob and Varsity Blues. <laughs> That's the Billy Bob I go to first before Billy Bob Thornton. We'll circle back to this for a, a later show. We're really going to dive into some banter here, but yeah, we'll have Zeke's Billy Bob versus John's Billy Bob, and it could be a good uh, it's, it's, it's could be a good character profiling. I think. Well, you know what my go-to Billy Bob is actually. You got more than one now. Well, there's really only one Billy Bob that matters. Some people call it a sling blade. I call it a banana blade because it's shaped like a banana. Mm-hmm. You do kind of like that guy some days. I look like him. <laughs> I was going to see what you'd say. I just reckon I want me some French fried taters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is the best Billy Bob Thornton performance ever. I don't know. I like Dwight Yoakam's in it. He come, Carl, what are you doing here? I reckon I come here to kill you. I still like Monsters Ball a lot. Fair enough. Anyways, today's show is sponsored by cascartel.com, changing the industry standard as to how you get your alcohol. And as we're talking about allocated season here, you can go to cascartel.com and find them. They're going to be more expensive. Some might be a lot more expensive because it's a convenient play. You can go there. You can get it delivered directly to your house. Now's the time of the season where some people are waiting out in lines. They're doing raffles or camping out overnight. They're buying a whole bunch of pizza for their friends as they sit in line together. I hope they bring a boom box and some TP, but that's what they're doing. You can go to cascartel.com and sitting on your couch, watching TV at night, watching football, watching basketball. You can get allocated releases shipped directly to your door. The other thing you can do is get daily drinkers. They're more on par with what you would pay at the store. So go ahead and check them out. Get them shipped directly to your door with cascartel.com. They are also doing a Weller Special Reserve giveaway on their Instagram right now. So go follow them at Cast Cartel and find out for yourself. 
Zeke, I'm very, very, very excited though today. I'm pumped. We are having one of my most highly anticipated releases of every year though, the Four Roses Limited Edition Small Batch. And I always say if I get the Four Roses Limited Edition Small Batch every year along with the George C. Stag, I am a very, very, very happy guy. I'm glad you threw in the GTS because if you omitted that, uh, blood was in the water. I, I was already, uh, I was ready to pounce. No, those are the two. If I get those two every year, I'm a happy guy. I know folks can't see us, but I'm literally looking down as he says that. I'm like, if he omits GTS, he's about to see me come over this microphone stand and be like, what? No, no, I could never omit my baby. <laughs> you know, you think that I like sleep with the barrel head at night and things like that. I really sleep with GTS at night. I'm not even touching that. So Four Roses limited edition, a small batch from 2020. Now this is a combination. It's 55.65% ABV, 111.4 proof. This is a 12-year OBSV, a 12-year OESV, a 16-year OESK, and a 19-year OBSK. Kind of crazy. Two Bs, two E's, two K's, but four blends? Yeah, four blends. Two V's, too. I guess I left that out. Whoops. There's nothing else on here that I even want to talk about. I just want to get in and talk about this bourbon. So, yes, it is two Bs, two E's, two V's, and two K's. Sounds kind of like that new math they're trying to teach the kids with the boxes and shit. I hate Common Core. I don't even know what it's called, buddy. I can't wait till we get back to the thing where you get to carry the one and do stuff like that. But we are going all over the place on this show. Are you ready to tell me what you think of this bourbon? I'll lead in with some nose here is a honestly quite remarkable nose. I'll, I'll say that at the very least. The first thing I put down was sh- 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 sugars. And yes, that was S-H-U-G-A-R-S-H. There was literally just that much coming off of it. I, I felt like the, the H needed to be in there. Like sugar, sugar, how you get so fly? Like a woman you'd call Suge. Like night? I said a woman. Oh. Like, hey, Suge, why don't you come on over here? Be careful calling Suge like that. You might end up getting thrown off a balcony. I thought he was Suge or something. No, it's Suge. Either way, you always have the most weird references. Behind the sugars, definitely uh, the next thing that unfolded for me was um, a light to solid baking spice. Then behind that, I just put in there was a plethora of candies and aromatics. Kind of reminded me of, you know, like those cherries you get that are soaked in alcohol, except there was way more to this profile than the cherry. I mean, just fruits, aromatics in every direction. I didn't want to take the time to write them all down because they were plentiful. And I think whoever you are, you're going to find similar to different notes, but they fall under that umbrella. I'm just going to leave it at that. Towards the tail end of, of nosing this thing some more, it was kind of like a dried tobacco smell, but at the same time, just heavy tart fruits. Obviously, a, a theme here from listening to, to me ramble on this a bit is just fruits, aromatics, sugars. I mean, it's what you want or expect in a nose, and that's the, the least I can say, and that's probably doing it an injustice if I left it at that. feel like it's opposite day. I feel like you're so Eeyore-ish today, and I'm so amped up and pumped. I kind of fell asleep a little bit while you were talking there because it was just very slow and monotone. I figured you got your feelings hurt when I said your sugar reference was off. No, I'm just saying, like, I kind of <laughs> feel like you're, you don't have the, did you have a bang energy drink today? No, I had some Red Bull earlier, though. 
I don't think it works. I think you got to stick to that bag. You got to talk to them about sponsors. <laughs> the nose for me, it's funny. The first thing I said was fruity cherry marshmallows. Like, what's the ones? They're not white marshmallows. They're the pink marshmallows and the blue ones. Have you ever seen those? In my cereal. It's not in the cereal. You can actually buy them in the bag and make s'mores out of them and stuff. But it's that like fruity cherry marshmallow. I mean, they're still a marshmallow, right? Yeah, it's still a mallow. Baking spice slight oak vanilla the biggest surprise for me on the nose when you nose it you just get a whole bunch of fruit that slight oak a little bit of vanilla and the spice but nothing that really screams out you're about to drink alcohol i got it some kind of on that uh like say like the soaked cherry thing i mean it it wasn't overwhelming or like a a singe the nares kind of situation you could definitely tell you weren't working with anything that had been diluted. No, but it is one of the best damn noses I've ever nosed. It was really, really, really good. I concur, and, and since you're the energetic one, you can keep it rolling, Sammy. I will keep it rolling. The taste, so effing thick and chewy. It just was viscous as hell. If you're looking for something that has a mouth feel, that really just, you chew it, it's there, this is it. Perfect amount of spice for me, cherry, all sorts of other bourbon notes like oak, vanilla, whatever. But the mouthfeel on this, it is hard to find a better mouthfeel. You just taste it. It is a cherry and fruit bomb with the perfect amount of spice. I mean, we were talking about 2019 compared to 2020 before we got to recording. And, you know, I think 2020 is a little more spicy than fruity and 2019 was more fruity. But this still has a shit ton of fruit in it. It is there. It's thick. I love it. I'm giving it away. I know I'm pumped. I'm excited. But like, I love this whiskey. I know 2019 was our favorite whiskey of last year. I don't know. I want a side by side. And it's something that we should do in the future. We should side by side this one with the 2019. But I love this whiskey. Interesting. The finish was perfect. It wasn't too short. It wasn't too long. It was like the Goldilocks finish is what I always call those is, you know, Goldilocks and three bears. You got two kids. I mean, I do. I'm just not sure how that's applicable to the finish. So, you know how like Goldilocks goes, this one's too hard. This one's too soft. This one's just right. This one's too hot. This one's too cold. This one's just right. It's not too short. It's not too long. Just right. I may have to revisit that at some point. I'm going to start picking up your analogies apparently. All right. Anyway, palette wise for me, what I noticed that it was definitely a little more different than what I would have expected from the nose uh, was much more of a darker fruit profile and berries, but but just everything about it was just had a, a very a darker aspect, so to speak. And definitely there was some kick in there. Uh, I think that's going to be attributed to the K. You definitely know um, again this is you know a cash strength blend. That K is going to kick you pretty good. I feel like an interesting note I picked up as I kind of moved this around and I, I caught it more than once uh, was lemon food cake. I don't remember ever putting that down for anything, but I definitely picked it up and, and thought it was quite noticeable. The overwhelming theme for me on this was definitely almost like a dark chocolate type uh, profile. Uh, I would say if you were putting the amount of a was it cacao or cocoa or whatever goes into those things. Cacao. It's something like that, right? Yeah, I just like going cacao well i mean the mcqueen thing was cacao i know kind of close to it <laughs> any rate i'd probably rate this at about um like 70 to 80 percent you know they have like the you know how much uh whatever the stuff's in there that gives it just that dark kind of a not bitter but drying profile 
I put on it was very bold throughout the profile. Kind of an interesting nuance about this one is with that, again, what I would assume is the age that comes in from those two Ks, the the oak presence that's there. Um, if you've experienced this, it, it definitely gives you that drying sensation that just pulls you in to where you want to drink and try more. But then at the same time, at least would, again, attribute to the K as well, there's enough of a bite that makes you pump the brakes. So at first, you kind of got this, you, you know, you, you, a good four roses, aromatic, uh, you know, sugar profile. But then this bite is kind of like, ooh, slow down, buddy. Savor it, work through it, chew it a little bit, you know, let, let, let everything coat the palate. And then at the back end, it's so drying, you're like, ooh, I think I need another little pour, another little pour. But it, it, it's such a back and forth, but it works. I mean, I think other stuff we've had that uh, was probably finished or something else that on paper would have those two attributes but they just didn't synergize together. This functions very well. That's about where my my notes were for it. So you're saying that this bottle is representative of our podcast, where I make you want more, you make people want to put on the brakes, (laughs) but you put it together, you want more. I mean, if you want to assign characters, we should probably leave that off at this point. (laughs) I'm just saying, I think that this is, it's got a little bit of yin and yang to it. Just no, like it us. is. It's, it's very interesting. Uh, I think even more so, a lot of these blends are known to, you know, change a little bit to a little bit more with air. With air, I think this is definitely going to be something fun to, uh, if you're fortunate enough to get a bottle or even get a, a sample from somebody, have a little bit, put it away. Come back and, you know, month or two, have a little more. I just think it'll be fun to see what it does. I should mention, though, that I did let this air out for an hour. This was not a fresh crack for us. Uh, the sample bottle was sent over. Thank you very much, Laura, for sending us this media sample. My official review of this is I give it a 10. I love it. I was actually just going to have my tasting note to be yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> One thing I did notice about Zeke's tasting notes that I want to bring up, I love how we always break our tasting notes up to nose, taste, and finish. And Zeke breaks his nose up into beginning of the nose, middle of the nose, end of the nose every single time. So he has like an inception review. There's three parts to your nose (laughs) and then a taste and finish. But this is 100% a buy for me. If you get your hands on a bottle of this, don't even think twice. What about you, big guy? So my other kind of thoughts here, just for a, a, a mild bit of banter. 2019, it really embodied fall for both of us. I mean, we, we agreed on that of one of the few times, but it, it, it just seemed like fall in every essence. This to me is much more winter. This is a cold day. You want this maybe by fire late at night, maybe cigar or something involved. But I, I think that's where this profile drifts and takes me. If I think about it in just a, a you know, an essence or a sense of where I am as a being and what, and, and, what kind of environment this puts you in. That was just my random uh, tidbit was this, this is a cold winter day because it's got enough kick and bite and proof in there to know you're working with something. The finish just makes you want to try more, but also the the dark fruits and berries, the dark chocolate that's in there. I don't know. Everything about it to me, just on a cold ass day, you come in, you buy a fire or something. You just want to you know clear your head and enjoy and warm up. This is the guy to do that for you, I think. Well, the funny thing is it does have a little bit of Midwinter's Night's Dram to it. 
like not i know that's a rye but just the the fruitiness of it that you get off that one you're describing that type of pour that's the one i want to have by a fire and it's fruit with the whiskey i don't think it tastes anything like that i'm not <laughs> saying that it tastes like that i'm saying the the qualities right i got you at first i was like where in the hell is he no, going with this analogy like, it doesn't taste like it but when you say it's like it's a whiskey it's got fruit it makes you want to sit by a fire and drink it that's what i think of when i think of that whiskey right it's not like they have the similar profiles but it you kind of want to have that plaid fleece blanket or wool blanket and you want to be sitting by the fire you want to have it in a mug you know you're not even drinking it in a Glencairn, you're drinking it in a campfire mug. Or just passing a bottle. Yeah. No, no need to do the dishes later on. <laughs> I like this one. I'm a definite buy on it. I'm, I'm not sure where it uh, ranks overall in the uh, the history of the, the limited edition small batches. I think this is a much more moody for, pour for me than last year's was. I think we need to do a blind sometime. and We need to wrangle up some samples and do a blind of some of the limited edition small batches and see which one we like best. I mean, I could think of worse things to do. And I think we can do it in our dad's drinking bourbon, official Glen Karen's that you can get by going to premiumbarproducts.com. If you want laser etched glassware, you want bar tools, go on, visit our friends, Carson, Janie, Vicky over at premiumbarproducts.com. They have awesome stuff. The two of glass, the neat glass, the tipsy dram, the wee dram. They have ones that even spin all sorts of stuff. Go ahead and check out premiumbarproducts.com. If you are a distillery, a bourbon group, a store, and you want to do more of a wholesale order, reach out to me. I'll get you in touch with them. They're great folks over there. Zeke, the folks can find us on Facebook at Dad's Drinking Bourbon, Twitter at Bourbon Dad's, Instagram at Dad's Drinking Bourbon. You can find us wherever you download your podcast. You already have because you're listening to us right now. Please leave us an open and honest review like we leave open and honest reviews about the whiskey we drink. Those reviews actually do help us. It helps people find us in search stuff and rankings and all that other fun stuff. Zeke, where else can the folks find us? Good old Nashville, Tennessee. And I will say before this cuts in the uh, the 28 minutes, this tape has been rolling as I just tried the what's left here in this glass. Fruits moving forward, chocolate and heat moving back. It's balancing out well. It always does move, these limited editions. So it's a GIF. Cheers. Ciao.